What's up, everybody? The future is now the Galactic Tribe. You're now listening to the Galactic Tribe podcast. This is the new Galactic Tribe podcast. I am Ace, the outsider, joined by my good friend who's going to introduce himself. I am Lelouch V, um, and I'm happy to, uh, to be here talking some uh, Galactic Tribe stuff and also got a, a slight present to show my friend over here. Oh, man, he came present on the first day. Oh, man. I had to get the the tales of a Panther book, and I had to get them in bulk. You know what I'm saying? I I came with the the full set of five. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm wearing a Black Panther t-shirt where it's cut in half. Uh, One side is the Midnight Angel. The other side is the Dora Milaje. I'm sure you're going to see this shirt on a few people. Um, I had it first, just wanted to put that out there. Maybe within the first 100 people who got this shirt, I'm in that first 100, probably closer to number one. So I uh, just wanted to throw that out there for our listeners who are uh, who don't have a visual right now. But uh, <laughs> we'll have a full set of uh, eventually. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. But this is the Galactic Tribe podcast, the new one. Um, thank you for listening. This has been a really incredible journey. Uh, the Galactic Tribe is a group based in Afrofuturism that was inspired by the Black Panther and all things Afrofuturistic that inspires Black people to understand that they are here, they have been here, and we are in the future as well. So, um, you know, we have a, a few episodes already kind of recorded that we might bring back in some lost episodes, but we're starting fresh now, um, thanks to some helpful people like my man Lou Luce here, who has uh, been been graciously gracing us with his uh, his ability to uh to to do things like this so glad to have you on fam and what we're doing is a uh, pretty much a pilot episode of what's to come for the rest of the year but we wanted to get something before black panther wakanda forever officially dropped so some people had got the the very lucky chance to see it before we did and we wish those people all the best but we are going to be seeing it tomorrow and friday so super hyped about that so the Galactic Tribe has a program called the Wakanda Alliance, what's been going strong, which you probably find this podcast through. Um, but just to say about the program, we've been doing it since 2019. We started um, <clears throat> just reading through comics and talking about all the African history and African context within the comics, but also how we can turn the conversation after reading a comic into a beautiful, productive, constructive environment. And we've been been doing that for years and here we are you know three years later we've done bi-weekly workshops i don't even know how over 50 workshops we've done so far um we've done giveaway events donation events um we've we've had musical guests we've had actual guests who worked with marvel we've had marvel writers who are in that book that loose just brought up tales of wakanda which i definitely will be using a lot in this podcast so I'm super excited. Yo, so, 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 Lush, tell me about your first time when you first attended a Wakanda Alliance program. Okay, so my first Wakanda Alliance program was about uh, four months ago, I believe. It was, uh, we were still, you were still in the, the church. I don't remember what the name of the location was. Mm-hmm. King uh, Urban. Uh, King Urban. And and my first trip to the bathroom, I went and went and unplugged the the blow up generator that was uh, supposed to be having the, <laughs> having the actual uh, uh, workshop on it, like all the information for the the slides show. And yep, uh, 
But besides that, it was great. You know, I got to, you know, kind of get an introduction to what you guys are doing. Um, you did a workshop on, I can't remember what it was, uh, the workshop was on. No, it was a creative writing workshop. And uh, the kids were mm -hmm. having to, uh, you know, make a short story. Yeah. And somehow, like, well, we're not just the kids. Everybody, uh, they were supposed to bring a short story. And somehow those kids, like, they had like full pages of story in the time that I got in like a small paragraph. <laughs> like, these kids have done this before. Like this is not a, a first time thing for them. But uh, it was it was just really cool to see because uh, I, I I tell and all this all the time. Like I I wish had I had uh, places like that as a kid to go to to kind of like cultivate my creativity. Oh yeah. So, so I'm happy to be doing uh, work with you guys and to, you know help be spreading the message out yeah 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 and that's just like that's the vibe whenever you come to your first wakanda lines you leave remembering what you did and it's just you're just like wow you're gonna say you're gonna look at the what the kids are doing you're gonna be like wow you know so creative writing is definitely such a powerful tool that we that we often often come back to because kids who leave the black panther are thinking of the next black panther they're thinking of ways to either improve or build on Wakanda and everything it has to offer or do their own thing. Cause I know that's what I was doing when I was young. Like when I first saw Pokemon or I first saw Batman, I was like, well, what if I was Batman or what if this other character I came up with was, uh, was, was Ash Ketchum and he's black and he has locks and he's going around catching Pokemon and he's finding new Pokemon that I also created. So uh, this just the understanding how powerful that spark is to a young person because all these ideas start with a spark and you know growing up in the 90s and 2000s you know we, we didn't really see too much visibility on who the creators were um even the voice actors we didn't we didn't see too much visibility outside of maybe Cree summer and phil lamar maybe kevin michael richardson but outside of that we didn't really see what the production keith process with that yeah keith david yeah keith, oh man playing spawn oh man that guy amazing amazing man the, the, yo bro we sidebar if there was like an animated, like one of them 3D animated series that featured Keith David playing Spawn, I'm eating it up. Eating, eating it up. HBO is lacking, fam. Like, come on. How do you not come back to Spawn sooner than 2022? You should have been on that. You should have been on it. <laughs> it's Warner Brothers. That's yeah. enough there right there. Yeah. 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 Which says a lot and a little at the same time because like they do all this stuff for DC and then. Uh, you know, but anyway, um, moving on. So, so today we're going to talk about uh, the Black Panther one, and you know how our first reactions were to it. And that was four years ago, y'all. Like four years ago, twenty eighteen, two zero one eight. That was pre-pandemic. <laughs> that was pre a lot of things, man. Yo, right? There was a, there was an era before pre-Trump. Yeah, pre-Trump too, man. So much has happened since then, and with the yes. You know, my lady just groaned in the other room because she heard pre-Trump. She's just like, oh, God. Yeah, she feels it, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, actually, before we get to Black Panther, I did have a couple more questions about, like, uh, oh, yeah. kind of like the start of the, the Galactic Tribe for you. Let's do it. Like, what, what, what about the Wakanda Alliance just made you, I mean, not Wakanda, what about Black Panther and the Black mm. Panther, like, made you really want to start doing this for the next generation? Yeah, let me circle back and talk about the tribe itself, right? So myself, uh, DQ, John, uh, Davon, Drea, Monica, Tiffany, um, all these brilliant black minds, the people I just named, 
have extensive history and, and extensive work in the community here in Buffalo, New York, which we're based out of, um, doing everything from education to activism and parties, right? Um, it, this really is a brainchild of, of the brother DQ, who is an avid, avid Black Panther fan who was deep in the trenches when Black Panther first came out, you know what I'm saying? And coming up in, in, the, in the era uh, where it was very uncommon to have a black superhero whose face was shown and a hero who did not take any mess from anybody who who was in a certain light that was unlike any others. He wasn't a sidekick. He wasn't a lackey. He was a strong, black, intelligent black man who was a leader and did not have any terrible thoughts about him or in anything he did, he helped it within himself or he helped in somebody else. So um, seeing that come full circle like it was like finally for him right so he was like he assembled a couple people who were cool who had been in the vicinity like myself and just saw that you know we all had talent from like production skills to you know just just mine and i think i surprised him a bit because he didn't think i would he, he thought i was just gonna be like a, a photo dude or like a media dude and i'm just like yo no i'm i can be deep in this stuff too because i wasn't a hardcore black panther fan right like the first comic I got, and I talked about this before, it was a uh, it was a picture, a cover where T'Challa is jumping off of a burning cross into a, a group of KKK members, about to lay them hoods out, and that was like, oh, this is dope. And then uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Ultimate Alliance one and two, classic games. Um, that also opened me up to Black Panther. I'm like, oh, what's Wakanda? What's what's all this? Because you know he didn't have a cartoon, and I I grew up in cartoons. Like my uncles and all of them, they had comics and everything, but I didn't really get into comics like that. Because you pick up a random comic and you're like thrown into the middle of a of a story that has that that precedes you by like five ten years. So and then you have to go back to the comic store and collect and collect and collect to get the full story. So I'm like, and hope they got the original line from start to finish there. Right. Man. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I'm, I'm spending my money on hot pockets. I ain't thinking about all this. Like I'm cool <laughs> with the video games and, and the and the cartoons. But um. But yeah, Civil War came out and I was like, okay, now let me go back and catch up on everything. So I. I did a whole deep dive into Black Panther and, you know, so now I'm understanding what, what all the hype is about. So after Black Panther 1 comes out, um, DQ and his group called Panfrica, the big brother of, of Wakanda Alliance and the Galactic Tribe, they uh, had a screening for it. Massive crowd, massive. I didn't, I didn't get to go to that one, but I went to the after party afterwards, got to talk with them and, you know, really just exchange energy. Um, so then, like, uh, almost a year later, he brought it back up again. Yo, I'm trying to assemble this group. And I'm like, oh, I'm all, I'm all in, right? And then uh, we, we we started planning, and I was like, yo, listen, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this because I was I was deep into the African history as well and just making those connections. So one thing led to another. We had our first um, uh, workshop on May 4th, 2019, and we've just been rocking ever since. So that was just, like, the beautiful dream that uh, that all came together. And then here we are now, 2022, the day before Black Panther Wakanda Forever comes out. So is that May 4th? Is that like a, a date to remember for the, the uh, yeah. Galactic Tribe? Like, is that yeah. Like every, every year we do an anniversary um, workshop, just kind of recounting everything we've done over the over the course of everything. And mind you, the second year was, pan, was 2020. That was a pandemic. So 
I think that one might have been virtual. And then the next year we were back to being in person and doing a hybrid type of thing. But yeah, we commemorated. And that's also May the 4th. So that's a good day for oh, geek, geeks everywhere. That's also DQ's birthday. So his birthday is oh, super right. easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, every time you say May the 4th, man, shout out to, to, to DQ, my man. Yeah. That's dope. So uh, my my next question is like, with all that you've done uh, coming up to here, what what do you have like uh, like you know going forward? Like, what do you want to accomplish? Like, you know, with Galactic Tribe, uh, with as Ace the Outsider, what, mm. what do you want to do going going into the future? This is starting to feel like an interview. Um. <laughs> I, I might have done that once or twice before. <laughs> Um, yeah, bro, this is, we're, we're trying to take the Galactic Tribe to the next level. Um, you're definitely going to hear other voices and other opinions from people who are in the tribe in this podcast going forward. Again, this is trying to, this is kind of the pilot to kind of get people and reintroduce to who the Galactic Tribe is, uh, what the Wakanda Alliance does, and what we're going to be talking about in the months ahead. But um, just keep in mind that we are a group that's not super much focused on Black Panther itself but what Black Panther inspires within people and how we can use conversations around things like the Black Panther in order to inspire uh, young people and even inspire people who are older, you know, because you, you don't stop creating, you might, no matter how old you get. We, we have people in our group who are, you know, who are elders, right, who are still creating, still making stories. Like, you've been to a few Wakanda lines events, Lush, and you've seen an old person get up and say, hey, this is my idea for Black Panther. This is what I think T'Challa should be doing or whatever character should be doing. So, um, yeah, just embodying that creativity and trying to reproduce it into something that's beautiful and that's something that inspires Black people. Hmm. All right. I mean, uh, the... the the intent is clearly there. Uh, there is no person that goes to, that I've seen at least, go to a Wakanda Alliance meeting didn't get something out of it, whether it be, you know, a new skill, uh, mm -hmm. a new way of thinking, uh, or just uh, like some of the, the, the dope uh, people that you have in there. Like, how do you go about finding the people that you want to have in there? Like, you know, it's like the different performances and different speaking. Uh, we just open conversation up, man. If we saw, if we if we think about somebody who who has the art or the creativity or um, just like the, the the mindset that kind of goes in line with Afrofuturism, which is you know bringing uh, the future now and understanding the future is now and it always will be now because we're always building the future because we've built the past, <laughs> you know. So finding those people. And then, uh, you know, just capturing their and giving them a, pl a platform, you know, because maybe they don't have the same access to, to get into these other platforms or maybe they do. And it's like, well, yeah, come down with us and, and kick it with us. Right. We've had Marvel writers who, who came on and talked about their craft. Um, shout out to Evan Arcis, who's a who's an incredible writer. A lot of people champion him, uh, you know, for his writings, even though he hasn't written a full Black Panther one. He's done some great work. Uh, with Marvel, not even just on Black Panther, but on Miles Morales too. So having him on was 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 super dope, right? Uh, we also we also had a panel event featuring a uh, cosplay artists and visual artists, vocal artists, and just you know just finding all those connections between people when uh, when it comes to understanding that the Black people are in the future. So just find those people who are in line with us, and it just it just always happens to work in a nice way. So I really want to keep that going forward, especially as we are. Uh, 
opening back up and especially after the hype of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which we're gonna talk about very soon. All right. All right. And the interview is over, I promise. No, <laughs> I got no more no more random questions Work. for here. Uh, yeah. I guess yeah. Uh, wait, wait, what, what, what do you want to take it next one go into into bp1 like how, yeah how yeah that's cool and, and, and y'all just so y'all know like luce and i are kind of new friends too so we're still getting to know each other so um you know just kind of vibing with each other we're like okay let's let's take this up a notch and really just get into it because you know he just got into the, he just got into the mix we kind of just adopted him into the tribe about a month and a half ago so you know people in the tribe don't even know this guy yet they just been seeing this tall dude around <laughs> they're like, Yo, who is this guy? He's been around for a minute. Like, we, did we adopt him? Like, yes, we did. We jumped him in and everything. Like, he, we, he just, he just about to get branded soon. We're just waiting on that. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, like, is it like a physical, like a real brand? Like, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a panther shape, right? Riding it, riding a chest, son. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Eat that joint. <laughs> Sorry, it, it's not. <laughs> it stops hurting after like a week. It's all right. We got some, we got some herbs, we got some herbs for you, bro. Like you gonna, you gonna be seeing panthers in your mind. You gonna, you gonna visit bass. You gonna hit the astral plane. Like the, the journey is much more exciting than the pain. So you, you'll be alright. <laughs> what type of brand is it that's gonna have me tripping enough to have a journey? Like, I can't this, this talk about it too much, is. man. This is Wakanda, bro. We trying to keep things low key. What are you doing? You're right, you're right, <laughs> Sit back and enjoy the ride. <laughs> Oh man. But yeah, so let's get into Black Panther 1. Uh 2018, February of 2018. Um Luz, I want you to start cuz I've been talking plenty so far, so you jump in. All right, so going back to February 2018, uh of course I went to see the movie day one. I was sitting there uh I I got to the movie theater early just to make sure that I was going to get my my popcorn and my seats and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming off of the hype of uh, Captain America: Civil War and seeing Chala just sauce everything. Yes, right. Like, yes. I mean, seeing both uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier run from this man—that like, <laughs> was that was meaningful, right? It was like, That's oh, the thing. That's the thing. What is this guy doing? I don't like that. You know, <laughs> going that way. Um, so yeah, seeing that and then uh, just. Having all the enthusiasm of like you know seeing the all the promotion and seeing Angela Bassett and and everything going into uh, this this movie, I was I was really hyped for it. Uh, get into there and then just see the Michael B. Jordan, aka Killmonger, just mm-hmm. you know, saucy, just like just talking his stuff in the museum. I was like, oh, right, yeah. That museum scene was crazy. I'm like, oh, this is something. Like, they didn't hold no bars with this. They let him say that. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was beautiful. Just because, I mean, it's the first time I've ever seen that level of realness in the uh, uh, triple eight. Well, not triple eight. That's a mm-hmm. term, but like a a high. Uh, a high budget mainstream film like that. Like I didn't know yeah. that they had that, especially coming from Disney. And we know Disney, uh, some of Disney's history, we're not gonna go over that over here. But uh so just seeing that it really set a tone for what I was expecting in the movie. And um Michael B. Jordan, every one of his scenes just did not disappoint. Like every mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. he spoke, I'm just like is he really the bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
it definitely had you second guessing like dang you know what maybe this brother got a point why <laughs> man i'm not so mad that he choked out that old lady no more <laughs> <laughs> That yeah, happen. it did, it did, it did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, but of course, uh, when uh, when T'Challa comes in, you know, he gets the, uh, hey, don't freeze, you know, is <laughs> whatever you do, don't freeze. Yeah, and you know, yeah, uh, you see the scene play out, and he freezes, and uh, you get the joke to go off. Like it was just, they did a lot of uh, good setups in the movie, and uh, the humor was there. I, I can't yeah. really think of a single character in the movie I didn't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, uh, one thing I always just found disrespectful is that final fight scene because they did not do yeah. CG justice. I understand they had, was working under some stress there, but like, especially now knowing um, in hindsight that how sick uh, mm-hmm. Chad uh, Chad was at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they they could have done a more a little bit more justice with that. But mm-hmm. seeing that movie and then after his patch, you know, Chad was passing. And then seeing that movie again, it just you know, added a, just a completely different yeah that that yeah. movie's immortalized to me at this point. Have I gone back and seen it again since that? I don't know I if I have. Like, I feel like the day I found out, I watched it again and it cried the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely shed tears a few, a few times that week. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I went so when I saw it, man, it was just. I had to have seen it like maybe five times uh, that opening week or you know, within a, a few weeks. Um, but every time I went, I went, with, I went with a different group of people. So that really added to it. Um, and just really being in the theater with people who get it, like who get the humor, who get the the culture that it comes from. Because it's like, finally, we can bring our culture to, uh, we can bring the humor, the action, the love, the hurt, uh, and the dialogue that we have into into one right sometimes it's usually one way or the other like this it's a humorous movie or a comedic movie or it's a super serious movie like like fruitvale station or you know what i'm saying or soul plane right <laughs> we kind of got yeah, something yeah. that was somewhere in between those but in the in the scope of, of an action film uh so that was a beautiful thing being able to see with my roommates and having conversation afterwards seeing it with my parents and having conversations afterwards um which is dope because my mother is a is a, is a marvel head too She's not deep in the trenches, of course, but she she knows the her heroes and and I'm her encyclopedia too. So I got to open up conversation between us, which is pretty beautiful. Um, and like, I kind of started to evolve into the Black Panther guy. Like, of course, there's mad people out there, a lot of a lot of dope comic heads who have been in it since the beginning. Um, but from from my local sector in this planet, um, <laughs> I have been the Wakanda guy. So people coming to me asking me how I feel about certain things or what I think about certain things. And now, and then they started to see me act on it, right? So going from, I'm just sharing stuff from Black Panther to I'm doing a youth-based workshops for free based on the Black Panther and being able to, to transition that into uh, something that grows, something that really takes kids' minds somewhere and that other people see it, um, which is how which is, I think, what separates us from, like, other people where, and this is no shade to anybody that, who you know, who are talking about comics and the story and the content or whatnot. Um, and there's also, like, another Black Panther podcast that came out around the movie that's just a, a short, like, maybe seven episodes talking about the movie itself. Um, but being able to take the conversations and, 
and explore everything. Um, Wakanda just connects connects to everything. It connects to climate justice. It connects to uh, racial justice. It connects to um, environmental justice with, with how the uh, heart-shaped herb is harvested and how vibranium is treated, where it's treated as a precious source that they want to stretch it out as much as they can because it is limited, even though they have enough to last them centuries or whatnot. Um, it's not extracted like oil is or like gold was. Um, you know, that, that region not being colonized, how, how massive of an idea that is that they're untouched, you know what I'm saying? And they will flex it in front of your face and they look at white people the same way that white people were looking at us. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you, you primal being. And they right, because, I mean, like, that that's that's the that's difference because they were, they were Wakandans are right. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, just so many different dialogues that, that can happen. Or just, hey, you know, a kid saw a, a ship shaped like a mask and now he wants to make masks too. You know, a person saw a lip plate in their in their, uh, or, uh, a lip plate in one of the characters' mouths, and like, okay, well, where does that come from? Why is that a thing? So it just opens up so many different conversations uh, about culture, about people, and it did it in a way that no other film could have done before. So uh, it was definitely interesting seeing all the uh, is it diametric that I'm worth that I'm thinking of of how like people were either Team T'Challa or Team Killmonger. Like, I haven't seen something like that since, like, Eclipse. Right. Not Eclipse. Twilight. Twilight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't even on that train. I'm just saying that's what I saw. <laughs> I was not Team Jacob, y'all. Um, uh, but, yeah. I'm for sure uh, Team Killmonger, though, just saying. You know, uh, it's cool was, because... It, yo, yo, listen, man. I was flip-flopping for a minute. Cause I'm like, you know, this guy is walling, but I, I I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. But, and I was wondering, like, did they just kind of make him go too far just so he didn't seem like too much too, right? <laughs> That's why he choked out that old lady like that. I mean, that. like, <laughs> and uh, I mean, he was, he was just offing anybody. And that's kind of like true to the character too, because that other dude, the dude in the comics was definitely wilding. But, um, but yeah, but yeah, a lot of people wanted them to come back and I kind of see it. I could see it happen. I mean, and in, in, in the comics, what's who's really dead, yeah. right? Now that they, they, they've done introduced the the multiverse into the uh, the, the movies now, anything could happen. Nothing is off the table. Right. And We've already seen Killmonger again in What If. I mean, yeah, he, he's out. He's out there alive in the multiverse. So yeah, there's no telling. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's like if they don't give it to us, it's because they didn't want us to have it. That's what it, that's what it comes down to. That <laughs> it can't happen. But they just don't want us to have. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yo, yeah, no, I'm super excited. But, um, but yeah, that, that's that that's Black Panther one. That's the experience again. Buffalo, New York was popping for it, and uh, and there were like so many people who were trying to capitalize on Wakanda because it was like their first ex- experience with Wakanda, like that Wakanda wine tour somebody tried to do and like got sued for, <laughs> got sued by Marvel for it. Um. And just like, you know, people trying to capitalize, which is, you know, natural, like people is, is a capitalist society and, you know, Black Panther's cool, it's, it's going to sell, you put Wakanda on something, it's going to sell. But again, what separates us from other people is that we're, we're trying to do something different with it. We're trying to inspire the youth and, and inspire the next generation of creators. Right. I mean, and clearly what you're doing is working because, I mean, you, you now have a, a job out of it. Like it's officially like, you know, 
a thing. So I mean, that's that that puts you in a level that's different than a lot of the people that are still trying to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, make their way with this Black Panther content and being a little bit more opportunistic, uh, I guess. Uh, but uh, going back to the movie, um, do you have like a favorite moment in the film at all, uh, or anything like that? From the first movie, um, uh, T'Challa in the lab with his sister. That was a really light moment. Like, you feel me? That was a really cool moment. Yeah, because it's just like the way the lab was set up, like her having her like colorful African patterns on the wall, super sleek, super futuristic. Everybody's wearing like toned down clothes. They're not trying to dress up and impress nobody. Um, and just and, and I got a little sister too, so I definitely understand that uh, that whole thing. She's she's just not smarter than me. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> don't know what that feels like. Um, I mean, I have I have actually all my sisters are younger than me, but. I definitely have one that I'm that I'm just yeah. Anyway, so um, just seeing their banter back and forth was just was just fun, lighthearted. Um, what are those like? You know, I'm funny. It, like it only holds up so long, but at the same time, you go back, you watch it. Like that's still funny. That's still hilarious. Um, but even seeing the the, the 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 tech, the nanotech, and everything. Um, and there's one. And so like a lot of Black Panther fans were upset that T'Challa didn't seem like a genius in this one. And I'm like, I kind of point out this one line. Where he said, "Oh yeah, this is my design." Like he designed one of those, one of the Black Panther suits, right? So it's not like it was totally missed. But I understand where some of the sentiment comes from. I'll talk about Black Panther fans in a moment. I'm just gonna save that conversation for later. But um, yeah, just seeing Sherry, you know, shine and everything that that was just a really nice, nice scene to me. Yeah, very close to that museum scene because that museum scene was fire. No, um, I was I think right, right there with you. Uh, the lab scene with Shuri and uh, T'Challa was was great. Um, you know the the sneakers joke. I go back to that all the time. I, I really want somebody to make some real life sneakers or at least that design because it was kind of fresh, right? Um, and then of course you know um, the Sh Shuri just had a lot, a lot of jokes throughout it because like uh, even when came back and you know dropped the colonizer word like that mm -hmm. that was a whole way for a moment like that one little small yeah. like yeah yeah you know what now i think about it that is trump by one moment and that is the the opening to the waterfall that scene was the one that really hit me because you got to see so many different cultures represented in one and it was just like you got this untouched haven of beautiful African people um, dressed up, dancing, celebrating, just really having a good time. You know, Lupita Nyong'o popping the hip side to high side. You know, that was that was great to see. But you know, just just every all of that. Like, yo, they're having a tribal battle in this futuristic city. Like things that things that that a colonizer would come and see and and, and deem as primitive. They're savage, right? But they're they they have a futuristic society. You know, they they barely got any diseases, don't have any wars, you love each other beyond measure, you know what I'm saying? And they're about to fight to the death, if need be, for whoever rules their country. Like, Trump ain't about to fight nobody. Who Trump about to fight? Who Joe Biden about to get in the ring with? What? Come on, son. <laughs> you get somebody like like Undertaker <laughs> or Michael Jai White. He, he about to fight Michael Jai White for, for, for president? Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man. What is it called when you murder your president? Regicide? I don't know. <laughs> Finally. About <laughs> <laughs> time. That's what it's called. <laughs> oh man. Man, but yeah, son. Yeah. So what's up, man? We, we about to get into this Black Panther too. What, what what's going on? I was, I was just about to ask you, man. So okay. All right. It's yo, been what, a... are you, what are you feeling by going into this? Like you know, based off the trailers that we saw. I mean, I, I remember. I still remember that moment, like it was yesterday when the trailer first dropped. And we yeah. In the middle of the street. Yeah. We stopped. We, stopped. <laughs> we still. We on our way to get food. It's nighttime. It's a nice summer night out. We about to go get some grub. We got things going. And we're like, wait a minute. The trailer dropped. What? 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 Yo, the trailer is here. And we stopped. I held it up so that our group of, what was it, five people could just watch it on my phone in the middle of the street. And I'm just, and no woman, no cry. Like, wow. What what a moment. What a moment. Because so many emotions leading up to it, bro. So, being a part of various uh, Black Panther groups on Facebook and, and whatever, a lot of those guys are very, very hardcore, angry fans. Yeah, they're toxic, yeah, too. Um, and some of them are just really just holding on to their their expectation and seeing, feeling that Disney, Disney or Marvel aren't meeting those expectations either on the comic side or the cinematic side, which sucks because it's like, you know, there's there's so many variations of Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, and everything like that. Like, it seems like those fans kind of get something that's, even if it's not linear to what happened in the comics, at least it's something. Um, it's a different iteration of this character. But we're like, we only get this one character right now. And this character is going way off the course. That's what we expected. Um, so I definitely understand it. Some guys, of course, take their their fanhood too seriously, but that's with all fanhoods. Like, there's going to be those guys who are just like, "Shut up! You don't know what you're talking about. I've been here longer than you. I read more comics than you. You don't have a voice here." And I've just learned to accept it, bro. I just I haven't left the groups because I still go back to troll every now and then. <laughs> but um, but yeah, there were just there were just so many emotions. You know, the whole recast of child thing, which which even in itself uh, became. Uh, a two-sided thing, whereas the originator of it, or at least the the, the, the front man of it, Emmanuel, he was saying, like, we understand there's no T'Challa here, but don't let this character die, don't kill this character off, um, represent this character uh, going forward, you know, in the wake of, uh, of the tragedy that we've all been faced with. But then some people were taking it as, we need him right now, and if we don't get him right now, we're not supporting anything, we're gonna boycott, we're gonna this, we're gonna that, Shuri's gonna suck, the whole movie's gonna suck, F you, Nate Moore, F you, Ryan Cooper. Like, just people just are upset. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, they're the loudest bunch, right? And I've been trying to find environments where they want to be more constructive, where they want to have bigger conversations beyond that. Whether it's, and that's why I came up with something called Wakandaverse, which we're going to talk about more in, in the future ahead, where we take the power back into our hands as far as where story directions should go, right? The same way that. Star Wars is doing fan films, Pokemon's doing fan films, fan fiction and everything. And it has a platform, it has a voice, it has a following. We could do the same thing with Black Panther because these people who are always listening and tweets and comments are one thing, but to take it a step further is to start to create. Because then what? Then you can start to give people money, you know, it's a whole economic shift. 
to to fund uh, an independent Black Panther film. You know what I'm saying? And we have the talent. We have animators. We have we have all different types of people who could really make something happen. So it's like, why are we wasting time taking jabs at each other and and whining with the Twitter fingers about what this company that's ultimately owned by a majority white uh, 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 being sorry being as in you know whatever <laughs> it's just a white being looking like uh the the angel from nope jean oh man yeah we ain't gotta circle back to that let's not let's not open that can of worms <laughs> but but um but yeah like we're, we're expecting them to we're asking them to treat us right and deep down in your hearts y'all know that they don't have our best interests in mind even when they try so why are we why are we doing this dance? Let's let's stay with each other. And if y'all think y'all write so good, if y'all think you can write a better write a better story, put your money where your mouth is, and let's come up, up with something that that we can push, um, and push forward. So, <laughs> with all that being said, um, yeah, no, I'm still excited for this movie. Uh, I definitely champion Shuri as the next Black Panther. I think she was she's gonna surprise a lot of people. And also, there's a lot of new Black Panther fans who kind of get to see Shuri shine a little bit um, because she was kind of given a new personality for the movies. So it's good that she has kind of like a, you know, a two-sided thing going on where she's represented one way in one iteration and uh, it's something else in another. But I think that that's kind of, that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know how they're going to be fighting Namor. They must have to nerf Namor a lot or like... No, he's gonna have to have an strongest thorn hulk. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah. And it's like he's gonna have to have a have a change of heart, like in Superman versus Batman. Martha, like you gonna have to do something. He's gonna have to see something to remind him of his childhood or something. Like <laughs> you ain't gotta some You know what I mean? Like you better touch his heart. You better touch his heart because his face his fist touch your face is a wrap, and I don't know. To Killmonger done burnt the herbs. I don't know what Shuri got that can take a punch from Namor. And if you read the comics, you know what happened to Shuri. And that within minutes, <laughs> that man she she had the upper hand for like a little bit. That man touched the water, came out that water, and ragdoll her butt just all across that private island. Man, go watch my TikTok on Wakanda Alliance TikTok. Man, yo, my man, he was on over. He was reading a book on a private island, chilling. Shuri pulled up so gangster like she was about to set it off on this man, which is great because it's like, yo, she about to defend her brother, right? And I mean, like, oh, you came from my brother, you about to get this work, I don't care. And then, man, tables turn on that one real quick. But uh, yeah, so so yeah, I have total faith in the in the cast. I think it's gonna be a beautiful movie. I think it's gonna be a really emotionally trying movie, but at the same time, there's so many conversations that could come from it, especially like with the uh, with the. Uh, with the Mesoamerican or indigenous American, however you want to, you want to paint it, uh, with them being you know involved, now we get to open the same conversation up, like like we had with Afrofuturism. Maybe there can be a Latino Afro Afrofuturism or you know something to that effect. So I'm excited for that part. Yes, yeah, so I was actually going to be my, my next question for you. Like, how do you feel? Like, yeah. there is a large campus of people that are upset that another culture is being you know showcased within black panther i personally mm -hmm. think that's really stupid because yeah. I mean, representation matters and right there's, we're not the only people that need to be represented in, in media yeah uh, but uh, how, how, how do you feel about that 
I feel really good about it. Um, I think that, you know, that that demographic is also offered the same opportunity that Wakanda gave for us. Uh, I got a I got another funny TikTok where I'm like, oh, so they 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 show Wakanda's going to war with, with Wakandans. They show Wakanda's going to war with aliens, and now they got Wakanda's going to war with 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 his. I said Hispanics in the video, and like it was just like a realization thing. But they don't have them going to war with like anybody in Europe. I'm like, oh, I see what y'all doing. Y'all not slick. <laughs> yeah, trying to put, put the, <laughs> the majority minorities together. Y'all ain't slick. Um, so that, that was, yeah. yeah Women can't put them against us. We can't. We got to shift the focus. Yeah, straight up. Straight up, man. We don't want nobody getting impaled by a spear. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I think it's a, it's a great opportunity. I think, uh, yeah, it just opens up for, for more people. Like, especially the mythology side, the myth- mythological side, like all the language they're bringing. Like, I heard that, uh, that some of the the so quote unquote dead languages are going to be brought back for this movie, which is kind of cool. Um, and also, this is I I can't think of another movie that really captured that those cultures uh, on a larger platform. Like I I, I don't know what it was. Um, so yeah, I think it and it's good for young people to see. Of course, um, yeah, I'm just excited for it, bro. I think they can do a lot of a lot of designs that are based off of. Uh, ancient American mythology and everything like that, and the whole idea of Talakan comes from a word that that uh, represents a region where it's pretty much a heaven to them. So uh, to think of an underwater kingdom as heaven, and uh, also kind of demystifying the the myth that a lot of you know European explorers were were looking for, like they were trying to look for Atlantis and it was just like, Oh, this land of beautiful women and everything. And all this technology couldn't possibly exist, <laughs> you know? And then when they see something like that, when they see an actual golden kingdom or a beautiful kingdom, they pillage <laughs> and they do all this other stuff to it. Um, so I think it opens up a lot of dialogue and really just, just kind of fights back colonialism in the, in the, for another demographic. So that's the beautiful thing about it. And, and hopefully, I mean, we plan to have those conversations with Wakanda Alliance more like getting more um, Latino based, Hispanic based or, or, or indigenous American uh, communities based, uh, you know, communities getting involved with our with our conversations going forward. Because, you know, there's so many connections to explore there, especially when you talk about Africans who were here be, before the colonialists. So, yeah, just just opens the door for just beautiful things man i'm so excited for it yeah, well, I, i'm saying as well uh now another question that i have for you um since there are so many parallels between the two characters you know namor and uh aquaman mm-hmm. i think that uh this portrayal of namor can can uh, can stand next to you know jason momoa's aquaman you think it's going to be above it below it what you thinking on that i think it bumps it up a, a, a bit because Man, I don't know if kids really took to Aquaman that same way. Like, he was cool, but I don't know any kids like, yeah, Aquaman. But I, I think that the way they're going to do uh, Talakan, because it has a little more flavor to it, because it's Atlantis, and Atlantis is kind of already familiar to, to a lot of, of young people. Um, but now you've got Talokan, and Talokan has these languages and all this other stuff, and uh, these, these blue people who kind of have, like, a different outfits and everything like that. Um, I think it's gonna be different, man. Y'all ain't messing with Namor McKenzie. That's Mc- that's Namor's last name. Yeah, you're not messing with Namor McKenzie no more. You're messing with Namor. 
<laughs> the more, the more he's he's a little bit different now. You know what I'm saying? He got a little bit more flavor to him. So I think it's gonna stick with uh, young people a bit differently, um, in a way that Aquaman couldn't. So, and I think the way he he's about to come out with the, with the strength, they're gonna make him like tough. Like Aquaman, he wasn't he was tough in the in the Justice League joints and everything like that. But the way that Namor is about to come dominate, he's gonna dominate in, in a totally different way. Uh, plus, he's you know he's most likely going to be here for, here to stay for a while too if he turns into an ally. Because if he turns to an ally, which I'm hoping that they do. I'm hoping that Wakanda and and uh, Talokan kind of join forces for whatever threat is next. If they do that, it's on and popping. Plus, Namor can fly. Namor can fly. So <laughs> he's already got Aquaman in, in that in that regard. Ankle wings. Yeah, yeah, the ankle wings, which is such a crazy concept. Um, but he's a mutant, right? And you know that opens the door for X Men and everything else. So um, Namor definitely has reach in the X Men, Fantastic Four. And the Avengers, so you know, I'm, I'd be glad to hear and see that he's here to stay. Now, speaking of Namor and the Fantastic Four, uh, I'm sure you probably have a little bit of an idea of his history, which with like you know, the, uh, with Reed Richards and Susan Storm. Do you oh yeah, oh boy, savage energy. Ooh, boy, I hope so. I'm here for the mess, fam. I'm here for the Susan Storm. Just like oh, and then bro, listen, this man got his got his beard going and everything now. Like the way he gonna be, he coming out the water glistening and everything. Like it's just different now. So, ooh, girl, Sue, you, you see how the women are reacting to him? So I mean, already. Oh, <laughs> there's a post that's like yo, uh, it's like a, it's a picture of Namor next to next to Mbaku. And somebody was like, oh, it'd be a shame if they wrestled. I'm like, yo, y'all wild. And then someone else's comment said, yo, throw some oil. It'd be a shame if some oil spilled on them. I'm like, yo, y'all wild. Yeah, I, I oh, man. Post that was like, I mean, I get where you're coming from, but in reality, like, Mbaku would just die immediately right there, right? Like, he's just, yeah. crush, 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 crush. Like, <laughs> and he's smaller on top of that. Like, <laughs> you got this little man crushing this big dude. Oh, man. Um, yeah, Tenosha Huerta is gonna do a fantastic job, and thank God they didn't do this, the the more the Namor Speedos, man, because that would have been rough. That would have been yeah. that would have been a lot. Kids would have had to cover their eyes a little bit. That's a little. I don't know what homies was thinking in in the in the in the fifties or whenever they made this man the Submariner, but you can't have name Namor and some. You can't have a Hispanic man in some booty shorts. What you doing putting this, Mex- this Mexican some speedo booty short? I mean, ain't nobody trying to see all that, man. I mean, oh, I mean, man. ladies might be, but uh, I mean, Black Panther's not just for the ladies. It can be. Yeah. Yeah, um, man. But he is half he is half naked. So even though he's got that, that collar joint, which I'm hearing all is also made out of vibranium, which is an interesting take. So now it's like uh, Talakan has a... Huh? It's like, where you get that from? Like, oh right, yeah, now for real, like yo. So there's history with y'all too, which also opens up the door for more conversations. So um, there's a story in Tales of Wakanda where it's a story in the past, right? And yo, please, y'all, please, please do yourself a favor. Go pick up Tales of Wakanda uh, if you really want to treat yourself. Get the audiobook version so that it can be read to you by somebody who does a fantastic African accent, um, and just like listen to those stories while you're driving or while you're chilling. And it's just a really great story. But anyway, there's a there's a past Black Panther 
who uh, stops the U.S. from discovering Atlantis because he's like, if they figure that out, it's gonna be a whole a whole thing. They gonna get Atlantis is gonna get mad at us. <laughs> we don't need that problem. So they try to intercept them, and then the uh, the Atlanteans show up, and it's just a, a three way three way battle between them, more, more so of words and kind of just flexing political muscle than actual actual fighting. And I'm like, oh, this is this is this is dope, right? Because of this kingdom has the power of 75% of the earth. <laughs> Wakanda or not, you don't want that smoke. So um so yeah, so I, I think there's there's so much to grow on between Atlantis and Talakana. Hopefully I'm sorry, Wakanda and Talakana hopefully it's for the better and not kind of just writing off Talakana as the same way they did uh Killmonger. Yeah, uh, if if they do that, oh, they're gonna have uh, they're gonna have some issues. Uh, if there is no scenario where Namor should be done after this one movie. If that happens, yeah, oh, me, me and Ryan might have to have some talks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, oh man, Namor is such an interesting character to bring to the to the fold of everything, especially if like Doom pops in. That's and then, over. and then if you got Doom, you got Namor, you got T'Challa, you got Reed, you got Professor X, yo. If they all, and, and then if they bring back, bring in a new Tony Stark, you got the Illuminati, which opens up a whole new can of worms. Like that's just... this one can live longer than about what twenty minutes. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> oh poor Reed. Oh man, man got turned to ribbons. Poor, poor Black Bolt. <laughs> oh man, that was crazy! Oh, I forgot about Black Black Bolt in that scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Black Bolt. Like it's just, yeah, well, that that scene was rough. And it's like, yo, Wanda being this OP. And so I was gonna make a TikTok the other day. I was like, because I saw the pictures of uh of uh John Majors and like working out men's fitness, bruh. Who about to go toe to toe with this man? Why is Kang looking like this? Why? Why? Ant Man is supposed to be him. Ant Man. Ant Man. Ant Man. Jeez, yeah. Man, listen. He ain't even gonna use a time belt. He's gonna knock people lights out and send them back in time. He's about to punch people so hard that they go back in time. He's gonna think he's in Creed three and just. Oh man, I, they have to bring the child back because who about to who about to fight this man? <laughs> they need to bring back everybody and give him some enhancements, man. They're gonna he's gonna have to beat the bully back into into Hulk or something, man. Because because the way Hulk is right now, man, I, I don't know, fan. Yeah. But speaking of T'Challa, though, uh, how how are you expecting the film to handle his passing? Like you know. Do you, do, you, do you want them to like really like go heavy into it, like as like a central theme of the movie, or do you want them to like you know just talk on it and move on? Like, how do you feel about that? I think it's gonna be carried throughout the whole movie because, well, you can't just kind of move into war when something like that is happening. Like you natural, like humanely, you can't just like overcome that and just kind of go to war without that being your inspiration for for winning. Or when I are for pushing through, um, and even I would like to see some compassion from the more and the Atlanteans on you know the king that was lost, and uh, and everything. So I'm hoping that they they kind of show room for healing 
in that regard um and don't play on too much of the of the passing uh and that's a lot of the what the concern is too is that this movie is going to be profiting from from black death but when you're making the story the more dramatic you make it the more heart-wrenching you make it usually the the bigger review you get the bigger turnout you get which is kind of just like a natural thing and just just it's the way that people react to stuff so um i really really want them to to at least tease the idea of the child coming back i need them to give hope to get to young people that the story's not over right that the uh that um that there is hope that they don't let this character die that they don't ignore the feelings of people who want this character to come back because at the end of the day this character was built on the drive of of black men you know what i'm saying black men and women but predominantly black men just simply because of the numbers uh not excluding the women at all but you know and, and i'm glad that the women get a character like shuri and ramonda and okoye because they haven't had black heroes longer than we haven't that we've had black heroes so um so for them to get something is great for them but as i've said before wakanda is better when men and women rule together they lead together right it's not just he's a man he's in charge like you know what i'm saying they all lead in their own way because it takes a village it takes a community it takes the participation of men and women to 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 bring and pull a country forward so um going forward i think disney really needs to understand that they need to bring in people like the group from the wakanda alliance to to help facilitate these conversations and facilitate that creativity because trying to get somebody to write something just because you're paying them is not going to be enough um one movie alone every four years isn't going to be enough you need to have something in the middle you need to have uh cartoons and video games and stories and 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 things to to take an active approach to uh bringing that to the people and that's with groups like the wakanda alliance or the wakanda alliance itself because there's very few groups out there like us we might be the only ones actually but um but yeah that's what the tribe is for man so um i'm hoping that they handle the the passing in a beautiful way i mean that that opening scene with the people dancing in slow motion and everything that was gorgeous i know there's going to be some tears felt but i don't want that to be the 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 common denominator i want people to be over able to overcome and find strength within themselves and you know come to a good solution not just we're going to go to war whoever's left standing is whoever's left standing uh again i want talakon to kind of remain and grow and emerge and and grow with with wakanda and i want wakanda to to to, to bounce back right and i want the child to bounce back and i want shuri and everything to be involved so yeah, so that, that's how I'm. That's how I'm taking it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one thing that you did bring up, uh, like you know, people saying that they're trying to profit off of Black Death. Uh, I actually don't necessarily agree with that, just because like I feel if you know Chadwick had not passed, this movie would still be just as big, if not bigger. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that it's necessarily profiting off of his death, but they uh, they are acknowledging it and. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I feel like to not acknowledge it at all would have been more disrespectful than just just like, you know, just skipping over it. Yeah. 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 I think I mean, this is the first time to my film knowledge that a character who passed in real life is being 
remembered and, and and buried in a ceremonial way on film. Like I don't think I mean, because it didn't really has to happen, but um, it's not like they buried the Joker <laughs> when Heath Ledger passed or anything. Like they didn't have a funeral. Not that they would, but you know because of the the nature of the character. But um, the fact that they can do this for Chadwick, I think, is a is a beautiful gesture. Um, especially with the, the with the cast being able to do that themselves, like having to record that over and over, like, and that's the thing about having a recast is that you know they have to look at this person every day and think, and try to not or just, that they had to being able to process that is different. And a lot of people, kind of to me, felt like it felt like they were doing like a shut up and dribble type of thing, where oh you're an actor, you're supposed to be able to, to do it, or it's more respectful if you do it because this and that. And I'm like. About to tell Angela Bassett that she has to to mourn this person while looking this other person in the face and, and calling them the same name that she called the person they just lost, like you know, just being aware of the, of the sentiment and and being aware of other people's emotions and feelings. That you know, th- this person wasn't just an actor. This person was was a was part of a family, right? You know how you know how black people are. You know what I'm saying when they get on the set, they pick, they put together something beautiful. It goes beyond just being a film. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a it's an eternal bond. So I definitely understand the, the sentiments around it. And even if they maybe if they maybe might have regretted it later on, but, you know, they, they had initial feelings or whatnot. I don't think they're going to regret the decision they made. But, um, you know, so it just it is what it is. Again, regret a, a movie that probably makes about two billion dollars. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, we feel bad about. No, probably not. Yeah. 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 But um, but again, that's that's why I push Wakandaverse so hard is that. You know, if, if there's a way to do it better, then let's come up with it ourselves and let's support each other's creativity uh, while we're doing it instead of just reacting and trying to get the best reaction or just trying to be around other people who are spewing their muck and not getting anywhere. Like you have a platform of or an audience of 25 people and this is what you're this is, this is all you got. Like, yeah. So, yeah, man, that's how I feel about it. I got one last question for you, and I feel like it can be a question that uh, wraps up uh, wraps up the show. Mm. For this podcast specifically, what do you have as a goal here? What, do you, what is something that you want to accomplish with the podcast, and what do you mm. see how this can go going forward? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to get great voices in here, man. I, I want people to expand on uh, the beauty that Wakanda brings to their minds, but also Afrofuturism, right? This is the Galactic Tribe. We talk about Afrofuturism and, uh, you know, all the different directions it can go, whether you were inspired by Black Panther or whether you were inspired by Octavia Butler or anybody else. Um, there's plenty of Afrofuturists out there, people who are self-proclaimed or people who don't consider themselves Afrofuturists, but think and move like one. Um, you know, getting their voices on here, getting some more voices of women on here, especially uh, especially after this movie drops, I would love to get uh, a, a queen in here to talk about her reactions to the movie or their reactions to the movie. Um, yeah, man, I just want—I just want to have fun, bro. I—I I, like—I love speaking. I love talking. You and I both love hosting, so it'd be great to to host. You know, incredible people. Um, and we're not trying to again, we're not trying to benefit just from the Black Panther hype. We're trying to build conversation and and inspire people and 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 just do beautiful things, man. We're just trying to take it to the next level. So um, I really just hope this reaches a great audience of people. And if you did listen to this first pilot episode, thank you so much for watching. It really means a lot to us um, because we've been putting so much work in 
trying to, or not even trying, but doing the work of, of uplifting youth and, and building an inter- intergenerational program where people feel welcome in their creativity, feel comfortable, feel safe enough to create with one another. And, you know, every, every ounce of support we get uh, means the world to us. So we appreciate everybody who decided to take a listen and encourage you to go check out everything else we're doing. Um, the galactitribe.org. Uh, when we release this, uh, probably after after the Black Panther premiere, but uh, we'll be taking a break in between December and January, and we'll be starting back up in February. But keep in touch with us on TikTok at Wakanda Alliance, uh, Instagram at Wakanda Alliance, Facebook Wakanda Alliance Program, Twitter I think it's at underscore Wakanda. I'm not on Twitter that much, but if you look up Wakanda Alliance, we pop up. I, I check the SEOs. We we definitely pop up. Like hit, hit that link in the bio. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what it is. It's just or Google what kind of line we, we pop up. So yeah, that that's where it's at. That's what it is. I'm I'm excited to get the next two days going, man. It's been a process. I haven't been able to talk about the process. I don't want to talk about the process, but know that we have over 500 people going to see this film with us. And uh it's going to be immaculate. It's going to be black AF. And it's gonna be incredible. And we're looking to spreading that. Uh, that joy with the rest of the world. So stay tuned for everything Galactic Tribe. Yeah, uh, I guess. Oh my God! I just five hundred people. Uh, yeah, that, that I saw your face when I said that. <laughs> yeah, it's been. <laughs> yo, listen, the, the cogs been turning whether I wanted them to or not. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that number definitely jumped up because we. we we are able to get additional theaters and get a little bit more funding. So um, the numbers has jumped up substantially because of that. And, uh, you know, we'll be able to handle it and everything. But, yeah, that kind of changed the numbers. So, you know, expect a, expect a good old crowd to come out for this this occasion. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, and, and the more people there, the more uh, people that we can capture for the documentary, which is going to be coming uh coming a few months after this this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah new documentary uh working on new logos and a new new exclusive t-shirt that will first be available to people who attend the movie so um i'm excited for that too shout out to our our, our homie over there on the west side ethan i mean he's doing great things with echelon and all that so yeah yeah looking forward but, um, yeah, this is this is the the, the pilot episode. How, how you feeling about it? We, we made it through. This is yeah. a, a full hour. A full yeah, hour. yeah. No, that's a solid hour. A solid hour of great conversation. And you know, hopefully, we we don't try to make this an hour and forty minutes. Have a podcast. I'm not trying to do all that, fam. You got a good good hour out of me before I got to get back to my computer. Man, and the next Pokemon about to come out, fam. Like I'm, you know. <laughs> but uh you know we, we definitely want to be straight to the point with this podcast going forward so uh i mean we'll see what happens i mean if it's great if it's great content great conversation if it goes a little bit longer you know people listen to three-hour podcasts at a time so yeah, it's all good, good. yeah <laughs> we are not gonna have a kanye moment I, I will hope that we don't maybe the same popularity if anything but we are not we are not. Not when we're trying to get, trying to you know get cool with, with you know other entities. We ain't trying to <laughs> throw ourselves in the fire like that. No, we're trying to have other conversation. Yeah, you know, we the past is the past, but yeah, no, we we all good on that. 
<laughs> and on that note, now. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna do a do an outro, bro. Like uh everyone be well out there and what kind of forever and hey, future forward. That's that's our slogan, future forward, y'all. So put the future forward, step with pride, step with faith, and step in health. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Thank mm-hmm. you.